wake me up to another good, good morning. Time to go. Well, hey guys, welcome to the Marriage Adventure Podcast, where truly the journey is the destination. And uh, this is a Marriage Adventure Podcast. We call it that for a reason, because marriage is an adventure. Absolutely. Sometimes that adventure is fun and exciting, and sometimes that adventure is not so fun and not so Well, still exciting. exciting. Still exciting. That's exactly right. So um, if you've listened to the past four episodes, we talked about the different ways that we stay connected to our spouse. That's one of the things I hear a lot from uh, married couples when they come in for counseling is we're, we're just not connecting. And a lot of times that's on the friendship level or the emotional level. We talked about that. We talked about the physical level and sex um, and and, and even the spiritual uh, meaning of what love is and how we are to love our spouse. What real love is. What real love (laughs) is. And so I want to give you a little behind the scenes of kind of how we operate and how we do this. So I'm off on Friday. So I'm a pastor at my church and um, executive pastor. I do a lot of counseling because um, that's what my master's degree is in. But um, we work Sunday through Thursday, so I'm off Friday and Saturday. So um, Friday is our day to kind of our date day, day to connect, and, um, and that's our day to podcast. And we Bonnie writes the blog, and uh, we get all the social stuff So every, you know, scheduled out. So everything we do for the marriage adventure, we try to put on a Friday. Yeah. And, uh, and actually doing the podcast is it's fun. It's kind of like quality time. That's our love language, right? So <laughs> yeah. we get to hang out, we get to talk and have heart talk. And so actually we're, uh, uh, we call it habit stacking. We're doing two things at the same time that yeah. are very, very needful. So last Friday, we recorded the episode that released Monday and it was on what is true love. And in that podcast, uh, Bonnie will share what we talk about, what true love is. We talked about how true love is sacrificial and how it's, even when I'm getting nothing in return, um, that like Jesus loved us, we love each other. That because God is love and because he sent his son to redeem us when we were not looking for him, he was proactive in serving us and chasing us and laying down his life for us. And that he said, this is, you know, this is how I've show, shown you what love is. Now love one another. So we talked about that that's what real love is. Yep. So we, um, so we finished the podcast. Um, I got the audio file uploaded. Bonnie started working on the things that she works on. And then um, I've been having a friend come up on Fridays and help me uh, rebuild this old truck that I have. It's a farm truck, and that's a really cool truck. <laughs> and um, I call it my go-to-town truck. And so... Because um, so it just goes to town and back. That's and basically... <laughs> it's a 19... It goes to Lowe's and back. 1984 Ford uh, F-150, and I really just needed to go to Home Depot and Lowe's and back and do things here on the farm. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so we were working on that, and we had just gone to town to... Um, uh, to, to get something from the parts store and we'd come back and you know you live in the country when you said go to town that's right <laughs> that's true and um and so Bonnie got to do one of the things she loves most in the world yes it was a beautiful Friday sun shining perfectly like it was like 75 degree temperature it was, beautiful. It was gorgeous and for the first time this 
I'll say spring, it's not really spring yet, but the grass was growing for the first time since the fall. I got on a zero turn and got to cut the grass. A zero turn is a lawnmower. It's a lawnmower, but it goes faster than a lawnmower. And it cuts faster. And it cuts faster, cuts cuts things really pretty and nice. And I was having the the best day. It was awesome. It usually, uh, so we live on 10 acres, five of it's a pasture we don't cut. It gets bush hog, there's horses back there that eat. One of it is a horse arena, which we don't do horses, but the arena was here. And so you cut about four acres of it, right? Yeah, and yeah. Um, and that takes you a few hours. Well, it did until I got the zero turn. Then it only takes a couple hours. Right. And so literally, I'm walking my body, and she's smiling, having the best day <clears throat> of her life. We go to the parts store, go to town. We come back. We're working on the truck. And then I hear, um, I hear Bonnie yelling. And that's not typical. That's not atypical. She's at the house. I'm down at the barn. She's yelling for me to get something. So... Um, but she's yelling. And it's Val, typical for me to yell at you. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, so Val, who's with me, says, uh, I think I think Bonnie's, something's wrong. And so I kind of turn the corner, look, and Bonnie's coming down this hill, stumbling down this hill, holding her arm. And I'm going to paint a very gruesome picture. Plug her your arm, ears if you can't take it. Her arm is... She's holding it kind of just below the elbow, and the rest of it is pointing straight down at the ground. It is hanging and dangling at a 90-degree angle in a way that it's not supposed to be hanging. Oh, no. Not intended. And she's stumbling down this this hill, and she goes, I broke my arm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, yes, you did. That looks freaky, freakish. I didn't say that. I'm thinking that. And you know how when something happens, the first thing you think is usually a really stupid question. Like the first thing I blurt out is, how'd you do that? Well, she could barely breathe. She could barely walk. And as soon as I said it, I'm like, no, never mind. Don't worry. You don't, don't have to tell me. And so I get to well, her. Well, that makes you feel better. I don't remember that. Good. And I got to you and I grabbed you. And then Bonnie just, you just fainted. You passed out. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. um, and so I just set her there on the ground. Val sat with her for a second while I, uh, meanwhile, Val's wife had broken her arm the night before. That's one thing I do remember from that is as I'm coming back to, and you'd gone inside, Mr. Val's so sweet. I, you know those the in the movies where you like see people like do the, the pass out thing where it gets light, comes back in and somebody's standing over you. Mr. Val was standing over me and I saw the beautiful sky and the trees and his face there and and he's like what is it with you girls my my Lynn broke her arm yesterday Mr. Val's probably in his early 70s he's awesome 60s. sweetest Incredible. sweetest very very soothing in the moment oh, you know yeah. um but yeah so let's explain what happened yeah so um I was not doing anything dangerous just to clarify I love cutting grass it's just awesome and that was one thing I kept saying please don't make me stop cutting grass <laughs> but um so I'm on the zero turn and between. You weren't saying that in the moment. No, you said that I in the hospital. Yeah. So I am creeping really carefully around our little well house, a little pump house we have between that and our motor home. And the, the zero turn hit some wet grass is what all yeah, I can put together. Mud. We can mud and skidded me into the side of our motor home. Through you. Through me. I think you were turning, and from what we can gather, you were turning, and it threw you the opposite way. Yes. And, and my right motorhome. arm was lifted up to to push the gas forward. If you know what a zero turn is, you kind of hold two bars to, to accelerate. You push them forward to go backwards. You pull them back. And my arm was 
was that horizontal, and then it hit a vertical bar bar on the side of the motorhome, and it just popped it in two. So take a, if you ever, if you like chicken wings, you got the drums, and then you got the flats. Take the flats. That's the uh, lower part of the chicken wing. The drum is the upper part of the wing. And you got two bones in that flat. Just break those bones totally in half. Disconnect them. They were totally broken broken all the way through. But it was a clean break. Yep, that was good. It wasn't, um, wasn't... you know, shattered, shattered or anything, or anything like, that. like that. So we go to the hospital, and needless to say, Bonnie has been sitting here for a week. They weren't able to set it because the um, swelling, the swelling, and the bruising, and all that. So that was Friday. Today is Wednesday, and um, we're not going to record this Friday because Bonnie's going to. She's hyped up on pain meds right now. You just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. She might say something. Good luck. <laughs> Uh, but she's having surgery tomorrow, which is Thursday, and uh, they're going to put those bones back in. Right now, they're just, they're there, but you're splinted pretty good. You got, you're just kind of yep. managing pain and figuring out ways to sit yep. so those bones don't knock up against each other. But tomorrow, she's going to get some plates and screws in her arm and all that. So we wanted to go on and record today. Because I don't know what Friday's going to look like. Yeah, and so, uh, so I'm going to be driving for a while. But it got us to thinking, I mean, man, we had just recorded... That podcast episode, and one of the major points in that episode, uh, maybe you just listened to it, maybe you're binge listening, and now you're listening to this one, and uh, one of the major points was that love is what? It's it's sacrificial. Sacrificial. It serves the other person, and I I think I even looked at you and said, wow, this is going to be a podcast, because (laughs) this follows up. This is your illustration, and Sunday, we were were continuing our our four-week series at the church, and we were teaching on that, and, and I couldn't go. No, you, you couldn't go. I went and did it, and um, and as I'm teaching that actual that premise that that true love is sacrificial, I'm looking and I'm talking about how we serve our spouse, and and um, and I'm looking out and I'm seeing couples that I know have been through a physical traumas or ailments or long term, you know, disability. care disability. Yeah. You know, one guy had been in a motorcycle accident uh, a few years ago, and it's it's a wonder he's alive and walking. Yeah. Basically had pins and plates all over his body, walked with a cane for years. Um, another guy had, back in the fall, both of his knees blew out and uh, couldn't walk, and he's just, just now getting back at it. Another guy had come, two guys had come through cancer, and their wives had to take care of him. What is it that these men... And, um, and, and all across the room, there were stories much more yeah. in, you know, long term, long term than this for us, uh, this is, I mean, it's a lot of pain for you and it is your right hand. So you really can't do a whole lot yep. and I'll get to drive and do things around the house for a few months. But, but, um, but on the bright side, it could have been so much worse yeah. and so many people go through so much worse. And in a and couple of heal. months, if this will heal a couple of months, I'll be back to doing what I do and life will be back to normal. But for a lot of couples, that's not the case. Sometimes there are things that happen that completely alter their, their marriage because this is going to be a long-term deal. This is what we're looking at for the long haul. Um, I've, you know, I've, I've had, I had lunch with someone not too long ago and she had, it was a good year long ordeal to help her husband get through something. And it really can take its toll. It's a brain surgery. Yeah. And so it's that the way you love somebody through that and the way you're taken care of through something like that. I'll tell you, this is marriage. This is. It is. It's uh, marriage is messy. 
mm-hmm. because life is messy. I mean, you've got two imperfect people living in a very fallen, imperfect world, and yeah. you're just trying to make it. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've said this many times. Um, we stand on that altar and we make a covenant. You know, I think I said in the last episode, my niece got married a couple of weeks ago. And I do weddings all the time, and we walk through these vows. We say these vows for better or for worse, for for richer or for poorer, in sickness and in health. And that all sounds awesome when you're 23 years old saying those vows because you've probably never lived in poverty, Um, extreme poverty. You've probably never had anything more than a few arguments in your relationship. Mm -hmm. You've never... you know, taking care of each other. You've never had an extreme illness or surgery or something, a trauma. And, and, and we get to this point where we think because we've never gone through something that it can never happen. That's true. Or it can never happen to us. That's yeah. in another country. This country can't experience war. I've never really experienced it. So therefore it can't happen. Right. And, um, well, and I keep saying, I cannot believe this happened. I cannot yeah. believe this yeah. happened. Well, and, and you think that. You yeah. think, oh, that's not going to happen to us. No, the second before you, you know, it threw you, you were enjoying life. Loving life, yep. And, 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 and but this is, this is marriage. This is yeah. life. This is that blind covenant, that blind commitment that says, I know if we're married and we live long enough, um, Things are gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You're you're gonna lose your job. You're gonna get so steeped in debt. You're gonna get you know in a car wreck. You're gonna get in a lawnmower accident. <laughs> you're gonna something's gonna happen. Yeah. You're gonna lose parents at the at the very least. Mm. And um, and how do you how do you make it through that? How do you care for each other physically, emotionally, and on a friendship level? Mm. you know, that we've been talking about the past few weeks. How, so let me ask you this, Bonnie. There's two sides of this. There's one, and let's just kind of focus in on the physical care, right? Okay. Um, the, in sickness and in health. That's what we're, we're calling this. So there's better for worse. There's, there's those types of things that happen in problems. But let's focus in today on this podcast on the in sickness and in health. As the person who's having to receive care, how, how are you? Yeah, this, you know, this is very humbling for me because I am the one who takes care of people. I take care of the kids. I take care of our meals. I take care of all that. And if somebody's, you know, if somebody's sick, I don't mind. I mean, sure, I'll take you a meal. I'll I'll come help you do this. I almost, I've, I've stepped back and seen, man, do I find my identity in that? You've, yeah. I've had to ask. I say you take some, probably take some a pride. A little bit in, of pride in, in that. Yes, I do. Being and a strong, confident. Yes, and that I can handle things, and I can take care of myself and, and other people. And and it's made me ask myself some questions of, wow, is this, is not, I, this cannot be my identity because when I lose that ability, and I truly in the moment have nothing to offer anybody right now, <laughs> um, who am I? I remember a few years ago, you you broke your toe. I can't even remember how that happened. What happened? Yeah, I kicked stuffed it or something. I, I kicked a, a column. Kicked the dog on the on the at the other house. I kicked a and and you were you know just sitting and laid up in a chair for a, a week or so, a couple of weeks, and um and you really came to grips with some of your mm-hmm. 
workaholicism. Yeah. Well, apparently I didn't learn the lesson well enough. <laughs> um, but it, I think in what I'm walking through right this minute is just trying to wrap my head around just humbling myself truly uh-huh. because you know you you think about the upper room and when Jesus was washing his disciples feet and he got to Peter and he's like uh-uh you're not doing that for me you're you're I'm supposed to do that for you mm-hmm. and there have been so many of those moments over the last couple of days that I've been like no 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 you shouldn't have to do that and you shouldn't have to help me bathe you shouldn't have to help me brush my hair you shouldn't you know it's just very humbling and then you've got people wanting to bring meals i'm like oh gosh you shouldn't have to do that their first reaction is to say no i'm fine we're good we got it yeah but i'm truly not and then and then you also have to fight the people have it so much worse than i am yes don't help me right i mean i remember the other day we're watching you know the whole thing and the ukraine's happening and someone asked you how you're doing and you're like i'm good (laughs) yeah and truly you're in a lot of pain your bones aren't set you don't have any you haven't had surgery you're in a lot of pain you can't really do anything so this won't last forever but for right now i I do need help you do need help and it's humbling and it's hard it is hard i'm i'm a bad patient i'm really sorry i'm not a good patient because i'm not patient with myself um it was so funny. I mean, you're not a you're not a mean patient. You're you're good from that example. You just hate receiving help. I do. You say I'm sorry way too much. We're mm-hmm. in the hospital. You're in the emergency room, and uh, and I think the emergency room workers, the doctor told us they were all abuzz, excited about your break because it was you know it wasn't COVID and it was something you know <laughs> something it was exciting, a very interesting break. It broke through both bones clean through and um, nobody's ever and seen an arm scr- dangle like that you're <laughs> screaming in pain and as soon as you get done screaming you would say i'm so sorry y'all for yelling <laughs> and then you would scream again a few minutes later and you're like i'm not yelling at y'all <laughs> and they're all like dying laughing but it is it is super hard to receive help when you're yeah you know when you're somebody who's very self-sufficient yeah and it, I think, it's uh, humbling and that's a lesson that i'm having to learn and so being on this side of it, I don't like, I don't like being taken care of and that I've got to die to that. I've Mm -hmm. got to say, you know, and I've been in that process. I've, I've cried many times thinking about how kind and wonderful the people around me are Mm -hmm. my neighbors and my, my friends at church and the people who were, are coming to my aid Mm -hmm. and just taking care of me. And it's, it's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to talk now. (laughs) Well, and from the other side of that, um, this is, I mean, this is short, short term, you know, they said it'll probably be four months before you're back to normal. You're probably looking at another month until you can really do things for yourself. And then in the scope of, you know, life, that's, that's pretty short term. Yes. Um, so being a short term kind of caregiver on this end, I've often thought, uh, so Bonnie, a few years ago, our kids, I think they were in pre-K. They had just started school. I had taken a new position at the church, and uh, and at that time, God was calling Bonnie to stay at home full-time and be a full-time mom. And it's really funny. Um, I had a, a 20-something the other day who doesn't isn't married, doesn't have children, and uh, and she said, so Bonnie stays at home? Like, what does she do all day? <laughs> and I'm like... Oh, child, you have no idea. <laughs> and, and she didn't know. I mean, she, she would have no way of knowing that. And so, um, but anyway, but you run this place, man. This is like, this is a full-time job. I mean, yeah. you you cook every night yeah. for us. And if you, have a, if you have a job, you can't, you can't do that, obviously. But 
this was something you wanted to do. Yes. And so you take great care in preparing meals, healthy meals for the family. You pay the bills. You even cut the grass. And I get ribbed by my friends like, what do you do? And, <laughs> but you you really do. You run this, you run this place and drive you run it well. And drive the kids everywhere. And so um, for me, I've often thought, man, I, I work and I bring home the money and I deal with other people's problems, you know, at, at work a lot. And then I come home and I try to... I try to jump in, but you do. You're you've got so much already done. You know, sometimes there's not, a t- you know, and and then I, you know, parent the kids. But I, I often think, God, you you outserve me every day. And th- how how could I ever, you know? And so this for me is is an opportunity to be able to serve you and show you my love and show you how much I love you and. um don't cry. And so maybe we should have talked this through before we pressed record. <laughs> but this is an opportunity for me and the kids. And listen, I think this is a great opportunity for the kids to see how much you do for them and for these lazy, stinking turds to get off their butt. <laughs> They're and, not and that bad. They're good kids. Do the laundry and, and, and serve you, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, now I say all of that prefaced in the um, this is short this term. Is short term. Yes. How would I feel if this was six months, yeah. five months? Um, very different, probably. Yeah. We all go through those emotions. I've talked to a lot of people that are long-term caregivers, and it's very, That's very hard. difficult. In yes. the short term, something like this is very easy to say that. Um, you know, so but this is marriage, and I see my parents, and I've used them as examples a lot of times. They've been married 61 years, and... Um, dads and his you know mom is mom over the course of their marriage she's had a few she was in a really bad car accident in the early 80s and was in traction uh on her back in the hospital with a pin through her arm Mm. hanging Mm. for a month Mm. um and your dad had to do everything so it was it was a good four to six month process for her to get back from that car accident um yeah and I was little and then um, when I was in college, she had a brain aneurysm and had brain surgery. Mm. And dad had to term. help, you know, yeah, help Nurse her back, take care of her. My grandma got Alzheimer's and my dad told my mom, hey, why don't you quit your job? And you're a nurse, you're a caregiver, move her into the house. Mm-hmm. Wow. He was about to retire. How self, self-sacrificing is that? And they took care of my mom. And now my, my dad is in his late 80s. And he's lost his vision. Um, he's lost a lot of his hearing. And my mom has the opportunity to take care of him. And she sees it as that. And she sees it as an out. She sees it as a privilege and yep. an honor. And it's hard, though. And it's, but it's very hard. And, th- and, and this is why I think every woman loves the, uh, the notebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's tragically beautiful. Yeah. And I think all of us can have that kind of marriage for the long haul, mm-hmm. but it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you do? So let's talk. What do you do quickly? If this is, if you're in this situation and it's not just a couple month thing, mm-hmm. how do you, how do you stay in good attitude? How do you, 
How do you continue to love your spouse and keep a relationship yeah. with them that's not just a caregiver, yeah. caretaker spouse? Well, and we say kind of our, our, our slogan here is it's the highs and the lows. It's the journey is the def- destination, mm-hmm. right? And a journey is filled with incredible, one, incredibly wonderful things, but it's also filled with flat tires. Yeah, It's also filled with uh, the car broke down and we were sidelined for a few days. You know, it's filled yeah. with, we're getting lost. It's filled with yeah. great stuff and it's filled with terrible stuff. And that's the same way when you're in sickness and in health. Mm-hmm. It's, in sickness. It, and it, it's filled with a, a lot of goods. I've heard my mom say, you know, about my, my grandma's Alzheimer's. It was tremendously hard, but she said there was such beauty in it. So much sweetness. So much sweetness in it. Um, and I've talked to other caregivers in that way, that there are those really sweet, tender moments that bind you. You don't talk about connecting emotionally. Mm-hmm. You know, what we talked about a few episodes ago, you go to a whole new depth in your marriage in connecting emotionally when you have to be t- cared for and, and care for someone. I have to say this. So last week, we issued the, the seven-day <laughs> sex challenge, and then you then you break your arm. And uh, you're helping me bathe, and I looked at you, we, and I was like, does this count? <laughs> does this count as one of the This time? is going to have to count. I had a friend say, you sure this was yard work, or did she break her arm during the sex challenge? Oh, gosh. <laughs> but it's, it is that it's a different kind of intimacy. It really is. It's that intimate moment. I'm it like, is. okay, this is going to, th- does this count? But, but it does. You, you mentioned earlier about Jesus washing the disciples' feet. Okay, so let's fast forward a few hours, you know, go, go forward a few hours, and he's in the garden mm. of Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jesus is about to make the ultimate sacrifice and go to the cross. He's already made a massive sacrifice. He stepped out of heaven and stepped to a dreadful earth in a people group that was being persecuted by the Romans. And, and, you know, and um, he didn't have a place to lay his head. So, but now he's making the ultimate sacrifice and he's given his life in a very, very tragic way. Brutal way. Brutal way. Probably the most brutal way. And he's in the garden, and he is not doing it with bells on. He is not doing it chipper. Yeah. He is not going to the garden saying, I am so excited about this. Mm. I get to do this. What an honor. My pleasure, Chick-fil-A, right? Yeah. He's, he's not. He's saying he's, he's sweating drops of blood. Yeah. And he's saying, not my will, but yours, Lord, if God. you can take this cup from me. Basically, he's saying, I, there's nothing in me looking forward to this. There's nothing in me that really wants to have to do this. But I love these people so much, I'm willing to do it. Yeah. If you're in this, take a lesson from that. There's going to be days, months, weeks. You're just, you're not enjoying it. Mm. You might and be it's hard. sweating drops of blood. You mm. might be... I can't do this another day. Mm. Listen, you don't have to, don't, don't feel, give yourself grace. Mm. You don't have to have this chipper attitude every day. You don't have to say my pleasure. Right. Yep. But you do need people. Yeah. You need, you need to be able to, you don't, you don't necessarily need to look at your spouse and say, I'm sick and tired of taking care <laughs> of you. That's not the way, but it's understandable that you yeah. need a minute. It's understandable that you need a break, that you need somebody else to come step in for a day or two and help and accept help. Mm-hmm. Be willing to accept help and and step away. If you, I mean, if you're the caregiver or the one being taken care of, you might need to talk to a counselor. 
because mm. this can there's a lot involved in that that can it's it's changed your your relationship to each other temporarily or long term it might have changed things mm. be willing to talk to somebody and not just carry this by yourself and think I have to have this all figured out I have to do this lovingly and caringly and I have to get through this with a smile on my face you need to talk to somebody yep. and allow people to come around you and help mm-hmm. take a minute to step away I know somebody's gonna um is, is offered to help get the kids or help us do things and and maybe the friend needs to come sit with me so you can get away and go mm. do something. And you need a break. Allow yourself to take the breaks. Allow yourself to to grieve what you're going through. Um, allow yourself to grieve your, your change of relationship to each other if this is a long-term thing. Um, and, and, and get some help. Yeah. Some, talk to somebody. Yeah, if it's, um, if it's short-term and it's just something, man, do every... Take every opportunity you have to show your your spouse how much you love them by serving them and laying down your life. Mm-hmm. Um, Bonnie just had a friend who's who's helping out, and uh, you were just I can't believe you're doing this. And what was the line she said to you? Oh, I I mean it brought me to tears, and I just you know I it's a dear friend of mine, and I, I said I know this is a big ask, and she said. Oh, girl, anytime I get to put action to how much I love you is a blessing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, if everybody had a friend like that. Yeah. And and you're that way. You you love me and you sh- you're like, this is a, a blessing. And I think if you're being taken care of, you do have to look for those blessings. Mm. You've got to keep counting your blessings and, I keep, and keep watching the news and saying, oh, my gosh, it could be worse. Mm-hmm. It, count your blessings for the people who are in your life loving you and showing you love and for the the ways that you can still do things and still serve people and love people, mm-hmm. um, just count your blessings. Yeah, and and have grace. I think a, another thing, and maybe the last thing is, we need to um, self. Uh, we need we need take care of ourselves. We need to take <clears throat> care of ourselves and not self medicate. Mm. Get self help and self. Now, if you got a break, take some good medicine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, self medicate with things that are that are not helpful. You know, alcohol or different things like that. Um, we need to we need to take care of ourselves, and we can do that through find find a good counselor, find someone to talk to that can process like like you just said, buddy. Surround ourselves with good friends, godly friends, good community. And that's where being a part of a great church and a local, that's the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, when when uh, when your arm was broken, what would your other hand do? It came up to help support it. Yeah. It, you didn't do a good job. It was dangling. Oh. Sorry. And, um, but that's what the body of Christ does. The body responds to the body, to the needs. Yeah. And so if you're not in a good church, get in a good church. Get in mm-hmm. a good godly friend group. Um, a good Bible study, and because uh, those people come around you, as you will come around them when they're in their times of need. Um, so we 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 self help through give yourself grace, <clears throat> take breaks, you know, and stay in God's word. Stay in God's word. Do not get out of the face of God when you're walking through something like this, because if you're the one walking through it or being serving someone through it, you're going to get tired, mm-hmm. and you cannot walk through the sickness part of a marriage sickness and in health without staying connected to the source of your power yeah. um, you're going to find strength in the face of the lord you're going to find encouragement you're going to find um, grace you're going to find all of the things that you need 
Um, God's going to equip you to walk through it, mm-hmm. but you've got to stay plugged in and you've got to stay in his face. Yeah, that's good. Well, that's all we have for today. And uh, we didn't know we were going to be doing this topic uh, until nope. uh, <laughs> until just this morning. But uh, hopefully you got something from it. We pray that you're not in the middle of in sickness. We pray that you're in the middle of in health. But uh, invariably, if if we live long enough and we're married, you're going to go through this. We are all going to go through this. And so we pray that maybe you can draw a little bit uh, from this podcast. So we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great, great rest of your week.